a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! All right, it is Origin Week. The teams are in. Gordy, the Maroons, no Kalen Ponga. No Kalen Ponga. I think uh, Billy Slater went with Reese Walsh, and I think that Kalen will be a little bit relieved. Are we going to get a player on? Do you have any pull? Are we going to get anybody to come in and talk to us? Yeah, but if I do, I'm only going to get a blue on. But That's all right. we'll see how we go. <laughs> Big show coming up. Hello and welcome to another edition of Footy Talk with Emma Lawrence and Gordon Tallis. But, Gordy, this isn't just any old edition. It is Origin Week. The teams are in this morning. A couple of shake-ups for both teams. What's your initial reaction from your Maroons lineup? Oh, it's a strong side. I think both teams are really strong, but uh, I like it. Uh, Reese Walsh deserves his spot. I think Cal and Ponga... There was a lot of talk about him for obvious reasons. He was outstanding in Game 3, but I think he'd be relieved. I really do, especially with, you know, racing back. He had a checkered preseason. The Knights played him 20 minutes in a trial match because he'd carried a calf, then had that horrible incident at Leichhardt Oval, and then even on the weekend um, goes off for a HIA. You know, everybody wants to play for Queensland. I know he'd be disappointed, but I think that there would be part of Kalen Ponga that would be relieved to get himself right, get himself fit and get himself mentally right to play this game at 100%. Well, Billy Slater addressed the media this morning and as you can imagine, the omission of Kalen Ponga was the hot topic. Yeah, uh, look, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really comfortable that this is the right decision. Reese Walsh has been playing fantastic football. Um, I've watched him closer than most people and he's in a really good place. So there's, there's a lot more to Reese Walsh than what we see on the surface. He's, he's got a great work ethic. If you ever watch him play live, he's, you know, he's moving a lot without getting in the picture. So I spoke to Caitlin last night and I had to make some really tough phone calls last night. There were, there were some good phone calls, but there were some really tough ones. And um, speaking to Caitlin, speaking to Gags, um, Kurt Capewell, Xavier Coates, like they're, they're tough phone calls and they're not easy, easy decisions to make, but they're made for the right reasons. Gordy, is it tough for Kalen to get back in now? Particularly if, I mean, Reese oh. Walsh is so, so young and if he plays well. <clears throat> yeah, well, uh, Reese has got his hands on the jersey now. Look, no, look, there's no doubt Kalen Ponga's origin. <laughs> origin career is certainly not over. <laughs> like he, he's, and, you know, I spoke to Billy a month ago, like we talk a fair bit and, um, he told me Origin players are going to miss out this year because of where the state's at mm. and players in form. And, you know, we're talking about Xavier Coates and, you know, wingers standing up and, you know, putting their hand up. And just imagine if Corey Oates was still playing. Well, that even throws another spanner in the work. So State of Origin players are missing out, but I think the side has picked on form. And those guys, Reese Walsh was in the picture last year. Uh, I'm really comfortable and I will never, ever, ever, ever challenge Billy Slater when he's picking a fullback, mm. right? Our greatest ever fullback who watches more vision, knows the style that he wants to play. I remember sitting at the airport with him last year and I was talking and he was so adamant that Kalen Ponga was the number one and the reasons why. And when he told me and he broke it down, 
uh, and to see when Kal and Ponga got what Billy was trying to tell him in Game 3 and Man of the Match. So there's no doubt that Reese Walsh will come out of origin a better fullback from working with Billy Slater. So aside from that number one jersey, probably not a whole heap of surprises. A no, pretty experienced no. lineup. Fusi, I was a little bit disappointed with losing these marbles there the other night, but you know it would have been nice to have someone like that. You know, I'm an enforcer, but who would have known whether he could stay? This is the second time he's been suspended this year or put in front of the, the judiciary. So um, no, I think it's a very strong Queensland side, and as. You know, Billy alluded to, you know, ringing people like Capewell that's been playing well and playing busted, you can tell that, and Xavier Coach is fresh and, you know, trying to earn a spot and uh, those guys and Cal and Ponga, like, they would have been really tough, really tough conversations to have, but the guys that are playing for Queensland, i got faith in. Tino cleared to play as well. He's yeah, avoided suspension, which is yeah. great. Yeah, there's a photo in the Courier Mail, I just looked and he's arms open and we called that game yesterday and he's got to write the run and you got to bend your back you know that's how Kalen Ponga gets knocked out he stands up like a like a tree no one bends their back if you are making a tackle your strongest position your fastest most powerful position is bending over like a sprinter jumping into a pool picking up a wheelbarrow so no one in our game is getting into those real strong positions. So I don't know how you think you can stop a 100-kilo guy by standing up tall because you'll fall over. So uh, a lot of bad techniques crept into the game with defence with this whole chest on chest and stopping the football. But I know that if I was still playing, your most powerful position. Otherwise, Usain Bolt would stand there like Carlin Ponga and they'd say go on a race and he wouldn't miss the start, would he? Mate, he'd miss it by 10 metres <laughs> because it's not in a powerful, explosive position. So I think Marnie's technique there was a little bit poor um, and I think it's fair for, for Tino to play. If that was any New South Wales player, it'd be absolutely fair as well. Yeah. All right, so taking a look overall at the Queensland side then, so much to like. I mean, those outside backs are just on fire. Hammer getting a shot. Cam Munster and Daly Cherry Evans have been there, done that so well, many they times. They deserve before. their spot, don't they? So yeah. you look at Tabuai Fado, he's been absolutely outstanding. They talk about a centre, it just casts my mind back to last week. He catches the ball on his inside, playing centre, flicks it to his winger uh, to score. Val Holmes, um, he had a horrible night the other night, but we all know what Val Holmes can do. And, you know, the Cowboys are struggling. So uh, he's been picked out of a struggling team, but he has been a sort of like a shining light for them. Uh, Murray Talungi, he's been there in the past. Reese Walsh deserves his spot. Cobbo, uh, our halves. Flegler, like, I really like that. You know, he's he's been coming off the bench for the Broncos. He's been unsung. He's been getting into him. He's been playing really hard quality minutes. And Lindsay Collins, I think, has been the most consistent rooster. But we all know what Ben Hunt can do at that arena in Gilbert. He's just... He's just built for origin. Dave Fafita um, deserves his recall. And you've got Paddy Carrigan. So, and you've got Harry Grant, Cotter, Tino Fasul, Malawi, and Jai Arrow. It's a fair side. If they all play to their potential, you know, Queensland have a great chance. Is there a weakness? If you had to pinpoint a weakness, what would you say? I just pinpointed it for you. No weakness? No. No, there's no weakness. What's the weakness? I don't know. Well, you tell me. You ask. Well, question. it's definitely not. It's definitely not in the halves. Cherry Evans, Cam Munster, been there, done that before. Okay, it's the Cowboys guys that have that haven't won too many games, haven't had that winning feeling. Um, I've been in that boat before. That's about it. Tabby White for day, probably not defending in the centres all that often. 
but neither has Latrell and Tommy. So Tommy pulled the trigger, what, against the Raiders? He's back, baby. <laughs> oh, is he? Nah, well, that's what jo- that was an easy headline for the journalist. So Tommy Hattrick, oh, yeah, oh there yeah. we go. Yeah, Debo's Tommy, back. <laughs> uh, and he ran five metres for all of them and he didn't chase down Cobbo. Did he chase down the fastest guy in the field and catch him? Are you bagging Tommy? I never bagged Tommy. <laughs> never said one bad word. I just said, did he chase down the fastest guy in the field no. and catch him? Okay. No. So maybe That's when he's I know back. when Tommy's back. Yeah. He's on the yeah. way to being back. He's on the road. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, that's a great story. Like, <laughs> Jimmy Graham's been hammering me and Tommy's an unbelievable player. He's – the last time these two guys played centre for New South Wales, they won the series and they won it quite convincingly. They're, they're outstanding. They're absolutely outstanding. Latrell Mitchell playing fullback. He's got more kilometres underneath his legs. Tommy in the centres, they will do their job. Uh, the Fox is one of those guys. Um, he's only played 80 minutes. The more the game went on yesterday, the more confidence he got. And you want those guys that bounce around at training. Like it is a it is a stressful week, but you want those larrikins there at training. He even had a go at me yesterday on Triple M. said, go the Blues. <laughs> I didn't realise the Auckland Blues were playing, I told him. <laughs> or Carlton Blues. I don't know which Blues he was talking about. But, you know, and you've got Junior Paulo that, you know, I mean, it's New South Wales is a strong side. And they picked the combination. I just kept on saying they've got a combination. The three guys that will touch the ball the most or the four have won grand finals together. Happy Coruscant, Isaiah Yeo, Nathan Cleary and Jerome Luai have won two grand finals together and could have won the third. Yeah. Lots to talk about when it comes to New South Wales. Freddie also addressed the media this morning, so we'll take a quick break and then have a deep dive into these New South Wales Blues. Right, welcome back to Footy Talk with Emma Lawrence and Gordon Tallis. And we are very lucky to have one of the veterans for the Blues joining us now in Junior Baolo. Junior, congratulations on your selection once again. You're all in camp. You're probably going through all of your media commitments at the moment. Tell me, how's the morning been and what's the vibe in camp? Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's been a good start. I only just got here this morning, but since we've been into camp, I was uh, no shortage of getting to know each and um, every one of the boys, um, especially all the new guys who have come in. They're slotted right in, and you know, it already feels like we've been together for a while. So today's definitely just going to be a long day with uh, all our media commitments, and then we're on the road to do some promo work. So it's more so just being around each other and um, enjoying the vibes together. Hey, Junior, congratulations. Uh, obviously, when you play Origin, sometimes a coach can reach out like a month before or a couple of weeks before and say, hey, mate, this is what I need you to do. Did you get any of those phone calls off, Freddie? Uh, well, not necessarily. Um, I got a text message a few months out just saying just to keep fit and then um, whatever happens will happen. So I'm uh, quite fortunate to be in camp again now. So looking forward to taking it with both hands again. Couple of new faces. Um, we've got Hudson Young, Nico Hines, and Tavita Pangai Jr. How exciting is it? Firstly, like Tavita and Hudson Young have been in incredible form and are really, really handy additions to that pack. Yeah, they have been. Um, two guys who are real explosive on the field and uh, are meant for the Origin Arena. So um, they're both excited to be in camp, but we've got a whole week just to enjoy and um, understand each other and look forward to going out there preparing for war, I guess, um, next Wednesday. Hey, Junior, there's been obviously like a lot of talk, you know, with both teams in different positions, obviously Queensland's fullback, but you guys had a bit of a luxury. You had Damien Cook that's played at the highest level and 
Appy Coruscant. So it must be good to have someone like Appy Coruscant with his deception in the team. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, as a middle, you just want to be able to um, be moving onto the ball, and Appy does that quite well to bring uh, middles up to speed. And like you said, the deception that he plays with um, as a middle defender playing against him, it, it's quite hard to get a gauge on what he's actually going to do. So, yeah, he'll be looking forward just to going out there and, and ripping in from the get-go. Who's your roommate? Uh, I'm not too sure. I only got in this morning, so I'm not too sure if we've got roommates or whether we're on our own. So, Okay, uh, well, who don't you want as a roommate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the Fox. The Fox would yeah, be annoying. Yeah, probably won't be getting any sleep, but he's probably already <laughs> buddied up with uh, Luttrell, but I've been locked in with Payne, Payne uh, over the, the past couple of years, so wouldn't mind rooming with the big boy again. Does George no, Adokar ever no, have... See, there's a secret to that, Junior. Sorry. There's a secret to that. When two big boys get in, right, your room bill's really big because you eat more. You've got to get with someone that doesn't eat and he's got to share the room bill with you. <laughs> well, it's all paid for here. Well, I'm hoping oh, it is. Oh, jeez. God, mate, that's not in Queensland, mate. We, mate, you got to go catch and kill your own. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Hey, Junior, just taking a look at the official team list that's in and it's got you coming off the bench. Has Freddie spoken to you much about your role or was that discussed whether you preferred to start or come off the bench? No, nah, we haven't spoken um, about anything about next Wednesday just yet. We're more so just focus on sort of getting to know all the new boys and, and trying to build uh, that team chemistry throughout the first couple of days. So, yeah, like I said, we've only sort of just come together, been in camp for about an hour or two and, yeah, we're just uh, going to wait till we get to, I think we're training tomorrow morning and we'll find out from there. Does Josh Adokar ever have an off switch, honestly? Because <laughs> being away there in um, the Kangaroos camp with him in Manchester last year, honestly, every second of the day, he was full of energy. Is that what you find every time you're in camp with him? Yeah, well, I got here and I walked into the reception and the only thing I could hear was his laugh. I already <laughs> knew that he was, was going to be here. So, um, yeah, nah, I think that's, you know, that's who the fox is. He always brings that energy and I'm sure all the boys love having him around. Does he know any of his teammates' name, or is everybody just bra? Hey, bra. Yeah, it's just bra. <laughs> hey, bra. Everybody's bra. What are doing, bra? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, do you know Freddie, right? So, like, we all know Freddie, and I played with Freddie. As a coach, is he the serious Freddie, or is he the relaxed, you know, take it easy, chill Freddie? Oh, uh, it depends on, you know, the time of the day, I, I reckon, or what we're actually doing. So, um, you know, away from footy, he, he's switched off and he's pretty relaxed um, hanging out with the boys. But um, on field, he's definitely just dialed into being in the now and worrying about what we got to do at training. All right, Junior. Well, congratulations once again on your selection. Very well deserved. Enjoy the build-up this week and we can't wait to see you in action next Wednesday night. Uh, cheers, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes, Junior. He's always a good chat, isn't he? So on the Absolutely. official team list, it is Tavita Pangai Jr. Uh, starting. Uh, Freddie addressed the media a little bit earlier about his selection. Yeah, well, I think we had to make big calls. Um, we had a few back rows, Angus and uh, Liam Martin, who hadn't played much of the year. So uh, again, some back rows in there who are pretty game fit. Uh, Tavita Pangai as well. I've sort of been a fan of Tavita's for, for a long time. He's very skillful, tough bloke. And I just, I like what they're doing at Canterbury at the moment. They're not, you know, they're not winning every game, but what they're doing is they're not giving up. And just mm -hmm. watching what he's doing off the ball excites me that he's becoming 
a much better player and, you know, if Tavita can fix up those parts of his game, the talent part is already there. So Tavita's starting. He's got that aggression. We know sometimes Gordy can... Uh, Ooh, is he starting? Well, yeah, the, the team list that's just come out. So originally we saw a squad, but the team list that's come out, it has, yeah, no surprises mm. in that back line, but it's just Tavita and Payne up front. Tyson Frizzell and Hudson Young starting. Yoey at 13. Then you've got Junior, Cam Murray, Liam Martin and Nico on the bench. Wow. So this no, is official. Good. Producer Charlie, this is – it's well, yeah. listen, it, it, look, it Yeah, it's on matter. their instance. It can change. Like, it can change. I think you got up to an hour before the game Yeah. to change. But you think State of Origin, they wouldn't do that. Like you don't need – like you know there's a squad of 17. You know that – the forwards would play between, you know, what is it, 35 and 65 or 80 minutes. You know, it, it all depends, you know, what they do at Clubland. Uh, probably take a few few minutes off, but um, that's strong. You know, so obviously that they want to they want to be explosive. They want to have a real explosive start. So, yeah, that's good. It's good news. It's great. I can't wait to watch. Good I news. I can't wait to watch. Yeah, oh, mate, yeah. I, Origin's my favourite yeah. time of year. Bugger Santa Claus. <laughs> it is. You Bugger can feel the, the vibe. Bunny. And you know what? At least the teams are finally picked. We've had weeks yeah. of speculation. It's here. There's so much going on. It's. Uh, I always obviously experience Blues Camp being down in Sydney, yeah. but there's just going to the training sessions each and every day, like massive, massive media contingent. It's just such a good vibe. Heading over when you're in camp, all the journos having a bit of fun, a few too many drinks. It's just It's a good yeah. time of the year. I'm obviously still in Queensland at the moment, heading down to Sydney, but drove past Suncorp Stadium and all the media are doing their origin report. Like there's cameras everywhere, yeah. there's cars everywhere. All the cameramen have their origin jerseys on. I dropped the little fella off the school. People have their origin um, stuff on. Yes, Emma, it's all maroon. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like straight away, like we're 10 days out and that's it. I just think it's, mate, it's a great time of year. Um, as I said, I've walked the streets as a Bronco, as a Dragon or whatever, and 10 people or like one out of 10 might say good day, but at origin time or 10 out of 10, it's it means a lot to both states. So uh, may the best team win, and I'm sure I'm going to chat to you again before mm-hmm. kickoff, but I'm excited already. Oh, yeah. Now, we spoke Let's to- Let's have a six-game series. Six games, but we'd never get club footy in. <laughs> Who cares? We could do two a week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, so it's fantastic. Let's get Volandis on to that. Um, and just finally, we know it's the best time of the year. The journos like being in camp, but tell me, like take me back to when you're – I know things are a bit different these days, but first day in camp, traditionally there was some kind of bonding session, getting to know right. all of your teammates, the new boys. What's it like and do you have – a favourite well, story that you can share. Well, I reckon we've got six shows share. right around Origin, right? So you and I probably got six shows, so I'll tell a few stories. But my first ever bonding session, yeah. I got sent off at Newcastle. Um, myself and Jamie Ainsco had a bit of an altercation anyway. I went to the judiciary. I beat the charge. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Jeff Carr, who was the boss of St. George at the time, he was the CEO. He was the New South Wales manager. So Phil Gould was the coach. He was the manager. He was the Australian manager at the time. He was manager of New South Wales through, you know, I don't know, maybe 10 or so years. Kari, New South Wales and Australia. And he goes, come on, mate. Congratulations. You got off. And I'd been selected to play for Queensland in game two in 1994. He goes, mate, come and have a quick beer. Go home, pack your bag and head off to Queensland. I thought, 
That's really good. So we went back to the Coogee Bay because that's where he was staying. He goes, come, I'll shout you a couple of beers. Curry was a bit tight. He was going to put it on New South Wales. That's what <laughs> we did back in the day. That's what all administrations, administrators do, especially the smart ones. So we go back and we have two or three beers and just as I'm walking out, the first New South Wales taxi, because they went and did their promotions or whatever and obviously they were sponsored by beer, and who jumps out of the car? Uh, David Barnhill, uh, who I played with, and Brad McCoy, and I played with both of those guys at the Dragons and was still playing with them at the time. said, come in, mate, I just want to have a cold beer, congratulations. Well, then the taxis kept on coming. Well, I just stayed there. So <laughs> Benny Elias was feeding me shots. I walked out about 2.30 in the morning after uh, New South Wales lubricated me uh, a fair bit that I slept in and missed my plane oh. to my first ever Queensland training session. So, but then it was so good. So I walked in and back down here in Roma Street, there was the hallway and I came up and Wally Lewis was the coach and Mel Meninga was the captain. I said, go down there and get your medical. And just as it, there was a big glass thing. So you just saw this big ray of sunshine coming through and then it went dark because Mel Meninga walked out of the medical and started <laughs> walking towards me. And I didn't know, and it's true, I didn't know. I was seven when Mel played his first origin and I'm, wow. you know, fast forward 13 years later and Wally's the coach and Mel's the captain. I didn't I didn't know what to do because he was a hero of mine. So there you are. So my first ever bonding session you was with the New South Wales team at the Coogee Bay Hotel. Did the Queenslanders ever find out that you were hanging out with the Blues and did you get in trouble for missing the flight? No, I didn't get in trouble with Mr. Fly because all you did was just jumped on the next one. Like I got to the airport, like it was sort of, you know, how they just won't let you go on. And silly me, I didn't realise that they gave you all the clothes. My first one, so I've packed pretty much everything that I had <laughs> and I run and couldn't get it underneath. So I got to the airport and they just, they closed the flight. And I, when I got there, I had more clothes. <laughs> you, know, you just don't wear any of your clothes. All I needed was a pair of shorts and a shirt. But anyway, uh, the next year I took nothing. There you go. And did you have to pay for your own food bills, like you were saying to Junior? Yeah. Yeah, so… That's surely um, not still the case. My most… No. So my origin, if you lost, I think you got 1500 If you won, you got 3000 And you would go down into the meal room. And if they didn't pay for it, if you had anything, you had to pay all your own room bills. So if you ordered a sandwich or whatever up, if you didn't want to go and eat, you had to pay for all that. So times have changed, yeah. which is good. That's good. I don't even I, imagine I think, they'd be paying for anything these days. It'd be all for yeah, free. Yeah, well, well, like as in food, like yeah, like your room you know, service, they wouldn't have to pay for that, would they? You wouldn't think so, no. but you never know. You know, there's some you just don't know. I don't know. I don't know the lay of the land, but you would think, you know, the way they negotiate these players, they probably got a butler in there as well. You'd organise one. But I tell you what. We've got a couple of weeks' worth of origin, so I'm looking forward to more gaudy stories mm. in camp of shots and missing flights and whatnot. So, Gordy, The games have begun, right? <laughs> it's There's begun. a state of origin to be played in the next 10 days with the media, the ex-players. So this is my first show, Emma, so I'm just warming into this. This was my first hit-up. Mate, you wait till next week. All right. I you, cannot wait. Mate, You're on. You wait till kickoff. I can see the look in we'll your eyes. We'll have no chance. <laughs> you guys are that... Mate, eight of us have been sick. They've all caught COVID. Ugh. It's all happening. Let it begin. Gordy, enjoy, enjoy the build-up. <laughs> enjoy all of the drama that surrounds it. Enjoy the buzz up there in Queensland. And we'll see you next week for another edition of Footy Talk.